0: Go check it out today, www.gprstabilizers.com or call 619 661 0101. Don't forget to tell them ATV Talk Sandy. Hey, everybody, we're live with ATV Talk. We're going to have a bench prep conversation today about women's athletics and the growth of the WMX. Um, Our other uh guests are going to be uh, coming in soon, Andrea Berger and Holly Carell and Brian Jenkins. Brian Jenkins, how are you, sir? Doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. Hey, thanks for joining me today. Um, we're going to get this thing rolling and uh, the other ladies will, will step in so that we can further our conversation. let to and there's a lot of amazing young ladies out there.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's awesome for them to finally get that uh, acknowledgement again and to have that excitement and, and get that, uh, that energy, you know, back up to, to where it used to be. And, and, you know, when the that class was uh, in its heyday uh, it, it seems like it was one of the classes that everybody ran to the fence to watch. And it's, feeling like it, it's turning into that again. So that's a really good thing.
0: Holly, how are you?
2: Hey, how's it going?
0: Andrea.
3: Hey, how's it going?
0: We cut Brian off a little bit there, but and, and thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedules to, to join us. And uh, I know that this is a, probably a bigger topic for you two ladies and you know, you're deeply involved. Um, so let's just get it started with um <clears throat> Some of the things that you think need to happen with the promoters, I know that in the first two nationals, there was some mix-ups about getting the autograph sessions done for you guys.
2: Yeah, I feel like that ball is always uh, slow to get rolling at the first couple of nationals. I mean, I know that was something we tried to get together last season for a couple of nationals, and we finally pulled it together at the end of the season um it's just like a lot of moving parts in that scenario i think that everything has to line up just right
3: yeah i'd agree um for the last couple of rounds we've been waiting on a, a, ten- a tent for for us and also like tables table covers and whatnot so when everyone gets to um our location it's ready to go and it looks professional that's awesome
0: and brian you're doing a,
1: a, a promotion for the ladies too aren't you Uh, As far as the whole shots go, yeah. uh, I've been working with some sponsors and and reaching out to some of my contacts and people that I know and have just been trying to get a a purse going, you know, get some whole shot awards. And if anybody wants to add to it, we've been accepting that. uh, Those grow and get larger. And uh, we're just trying to to get that ball rolling and, and to get that, uh, energy and, and that excitement back into the WMX class.
0: Well, correct me if I'm wrong, ladies. I checked some of the entries from the back in in the day. Right now, your class is very large.
3: If you, I think how it used to be. Um, Brian, you might know more about this. I know Michelle would know. Um, so there was a women's women's class kind of like what the 20 or, or what the women's plus 15 classes and then a WMX class back in the day and that was for like I think it averaged like four to five girls in that class if I remember correctly so right now I guess we would be considered a little bit bigger back compared to back then but it is also different times well and there might have been an, actually another third class somewhere
0: well, what I'm talking about is your entries in your WMX, you're basically your pro ladies class. It seems to be that you are gaining some ground and, and get, getting more riders in there.
2: I would yeah, awesome. what I've seen. Definitely, it seems to be becoming more popular.
1: I, I, think, well, I was going to say, what it used to be was it, it was the women's pro-am class, and then they had the women's, they considered it BC. So it was kind of split into two classes in that respect. So the, the am class was a little bit smaller because honestly, those girls were just head and shoulders a- above the entry level girls coming into it. And I mean, you had Angela Butler that she wasn't just winning that women's am class, but she would go over and, and win the, the plus the 25 or open a class with the guys just as easily. So it was very intimidating and that's why they had the women's BC to kind of groom them into the rider that they were going to have to compete with. So, you know, and like what Andrea was saying that now with the two classes, the way that they have that structured and set up, uh, the, the women's 15 plus, I believe it is, as long as you're not a previous champion, you can run that. So I, I think that that's a good thing And between the two classes. I think you're right. I think there is a lot of entries.
0: Well, I know that there's more talk between the East Coast and the West Coast, and the West Coast and the East Coast, and there are more ladies I know from both sides that want to race back and forth. and And that wasn't like that in the years past. I know you mentioned Angela. Angela's one of those rare athletes that, um, no matter what you do, she was a phenom. She's a beast. I heard she raced a race last year and and
3: hadn't got on a quad in quite a while and went out and won she didn't win but well <laughs> she was she was mid mid-pack i mean for hopping on a quad that wasn't hers i mean she did really well okay well, i think she was
2: entered in another class though that she might have won she didn't just race the the wmx class i think you're talking about now angela moore
3: yep okay. angela moore yes
2: yeah at uh she was at red bud okay yep. Yeah, so she finished like mid-pack in WMX, but then she went out. and I think she won another class. She, I think she did enter into another class.
0: Yeah, I didn't get the information that she rode the WMX. I only got the information
1: on the other class. Yeah, She wrote uh, to dad too, which was pretty cool because I, I, if I remember correctly, she kind of waited for him, and they came across the finish line together.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, that's pretty awesome. She's she's a pretty amazing young lady. As you know, most of, most of the people that we come across in this industry are. Um, I want to ask you ladies something. Do you notice a change in women's athletics and the fact that more and more people want to get involved with women's athletics as it is for your sport and other sports?
2: I definitely think so.
3: I, I would say so. I guess with some of the sponsors that, um, have been sponsoring the wmx class and what brian has been um also putting forth i mean i feel like there's just been a lot of responses and a lot of support in a lot of areas i think
0: go ahead go ahead
2: i think people you know they love to be involved with whatever the latest popular thing is you know people love to be in on the trend and right now i think WMX, women in ATBMX and women across sports right now, I think like that's the popular thing. I think there's a big drive right now across sports, you know, as a whole with women in sports. And so I think right now, with sponsors and companies, I think they view it as, you know, like an opportunity to get their name in the spotlight, because that's what's popular right now. And it's a win-win. So they get, you know, advertising and we're getting the benefits of whether it's payouts or contributions, merchandise, you know, whatever the case may be, you know, both sides are, you know, gaining from it. So
0: I, I agree. And, and Brian, I didn't mean to cut you short. When you were talking about the things that you were doing for the ladies, um, I meant to To to, to input, if anybody out there that's listening and and, and is watching this, they want to join in. uh, We'll have Brian uh, make sure he posts his information so everybody can get to him to help these ladies. I believe that there's nothing short of doing more because I want to see the promoters um, do more as well. Uh, I think, Andrea, I think you're aware of this. I don't know if you are, Brian. I don't know if you are, um, Holly, but ATV Talk is coming to Briarcliff and we are going to have you in the press conference uh, as as a feature uh, with the pro men and, and a couple other classes. So um, we have to promote you to the best of our ability.
2: Well, we'll take everything that we can get.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, you have. You know, you introduced me to Jeremy, uh, or uh, Jason, sorry. And um, Mr. Osborne is just a phenomenal guy. And he just helped me so much and brought on some things and made me aware of some things that I didn't uh, realize. And so we're going to pull this off and he, with his help and uh, and get, get you ladies out in front of, I hope, thousands and thousands of people
2: that would be an amazing opportunity
0: yeah Yeah, for real we did it on the west coast and it went really well um so i'm you know hoping hopefully we can make it go real big on the east
2: i think i caught that episode i think it was um was it out in glen helen with uh jacob stevens and then joel hetrick went out and rode and there was uh, another. Was that the episode that I'm thinking of?
0: No, the one where the ladies were featured. It was oh, the
2: lady episode.
0: It was in um, um, Nevada.
2: Gotcha. Okay.
0: So it was, it was a, a, a good day. We did it outside, and the volume of people that were there it made it really hard to hear. So, if you go back and listen to it, it it's it's muffled. Um, that's where we're going to do it in a room when we go back to to Briarcliff, uh, so that it, we get good sound, there won't be any any, any distru- uh, distractions, and you'll be able to hear you and be able to to talk clearly and promote your sponsors and in your industry.
1: Gotcha.
2: Awesome. Yeah,
1: Jeremy's awesome. Jeremy is another one, you know, with his daughter being in that class. um, I I feel like there's an opportunity because he knows a lot of people as well and kind of can navigate those waters or or help us to navigate those waters if we need the help as well. So, you know, just like Holly was saying, every little bit helps. And, um, you know, i I seen a few of the comments on here and I I wanted to say something, too, because they're saying about how we have to promote us because, you know, the, the promoters kind of aren't really picking that ball up and and running with it yet. Um, I had a sponsor reach out to me uh, and said after Michelle had passed away and and he said that he didn't realize the foothold and and the following that she had in the racing community And, and that kind of, stumped me and it kind of kind of made me step back for a moment and made me think that you know as riders we never stepped up and said you know we want this or we want that and demanded anything you know we're appreciative of anything we can get and and we you know me myself I I, and most people that I know we, we don't talk ourselves up and brag about anything and you know oh we've been in the sport forever and we've had this and we've had it's just not my nature but it made me think that Honestly, we do have to become a little bit more bold with our direction and what we're trying to accomplish, because if people don't know, just like this, this was a long time sponsor and said, oh, I, I've seen the resumes year after year and the finishes and everything's been really good. But I had no idea that she was at this level. You know, I want to help. I want to do something. And that was much appreciated, but it really made me take a different approach to how I handle things moving forward because, you know, we don't have anything to lose. So I'm going to ask for things. I'm going to, you know, put it out there, help us, help us promote the women you know, anything that, that is sent my way goes right back to the girls, every bit of it. So if somebody wants to step up and help out or wants to inquire, I'm going to let them know this is what we need. Or I'll get with the girls and say, what do you need? You know, what would you like to see happen? But I just it to move forward because in years past, you know, it's gone backwards. I, I wanted to progress again. I know, you know, what Michelle wanted and I know the direction of, of where she was hoping it would go. And I just want to try and follow through with that.
0: And I agree. I think that one of the things that's that's missing is local radio stations aren't notified that there's an event. Oh, I think
2: know. that would be a great way to... I never thought yes. about that. That would be a great
3: way to go. Absolutely. I know New, New York races were really good about that. That's why they had so many locals there at, the, at their race. Because everyone would hear it on the radio. We
2: have, the local promotion of the everybody event. Is, everybody... Yep
0: everybody on this right now has a job. So everybody's working and it's very difficult to take all of you, you people that are working and have somebody reach out to the radio station and explain what we're doing and, and explain, you know, that this is what's happening at this event on this day, you know, or in these days and someone, I mean, it, it's very difficult. I, I work two to three jobs. So it's, it, it's, then I'm not trying to make an excuse, y'all. Right there, Holly. Oh, geez, you scared
2: me. <laughs> I'm like down to one upper limb right now. It's <laughs> I <thought you> fell.
0: <laughs> well, I saw the camera go, and I thought that she she she, she, she was going down again. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> uh, I wish that we had somebody that we could um, reach out to that would do this. I think the promoters should be do, forced to do it by
1: the AMA, letting them sanction a race. Well, we have a huge hole too. With Rodney gone, there's no quad radio. There's nothing that, that the people, whether you're at home or even at the track, you you don't hear anything. There's you know, there's a big void. We need some sort of presence that they can at least get to social media or on the radio so that even as racers at the track, I know the last race week, I couldn't hear what was going on. I had no idea what was happening. And I listened. I
2: will say like rated MX does a great job of covering all that she can with like a live feed at the races, but um, it's, uh, you know, it's not every class and like Brian saying, without having that quad radio, I know for Aonia, I personally saw so many people you know on so many different platforms basically saying, You know, how can we tune in to this? You know, how can we join mm-hmm. join in for us at home and there really was no avenue for anyone
3: right no, I totally agree um like my parents they i mean they watch the live updates, but it's not the same as listening to an announcer actually um over the internet or at least giving the feed and i think right now what the series needs to do is actually find another person to do it or and to um and just get to know the riders i think that's one thing that i think we're going to struggle with here for the for this season at least until um a promoter is hired on and gets to know everyone or all the racers
1: or can at least read numbers and be able to call it out because whoever's <laughs> now is right it's bad
2: bad. well yeah there's no easy replacement for rodney
1: (laughs) right Mm -hmm.
0: it's 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 a very difficult thing um also to somebody behind a microphone and turn them loose Uh, most people freeze you know right right
2: Especially if it's someone who's not, you know, familiar with the sport or familiar with the athletes like Andrea was saying, you know, if they don't know the previous background or the history of last season or a couple seasons, even, you know, there's those gaps in between and racing where, you know, the announcers are telling a little bit of a story and you don't have that if you don't have someone who, you know, doesn't really have a a footprint in it like Brian was saying.
1: If they put the race in the front of the order, I'd be willing to go up and announce all day long, (laughs) you know, and I'm sure there's other people that could too, that do a great job. I know know, Casey does a great job when he has time, but there's so many of us that would be willing, but it's just a time thing too, you know, And, and I don't know what our other options are without hiring somebody, but I just feel like, you know, I don't think the promoters are going to do that. So, so what can we do collectively to come together and get something going so that we have something?
0: I think that it has to be universal from every class, you know, from the parents, from the kids to uh, the pros that are running in the the men's and women's class, getting together and collectively making this happen for their own industry because it's only going to promote the riders and the sponsors and make the sport larger
3: i don't know right. if you guys remember uh back at muddy creek a couple of years ago carly huckabee did a really good job announcing there yeah did i don't you, know if that's
1: did you not just see huh? carly in the feed he jumped in the feed I seen that
3: <laughs> yeah oh, really oh yeah, this yeah. whoops well I don't know I'm just talking her up because she did really good she didn't freeze at all and she like she also knows racers but I don't know with her job situation race. now she'd be able to do it but
1: and that's what I mean a racer could do that it's just you know it depends on the race order you know if, if somebody's if they put us first or last, like I said, I'm sure there's quite a few of us that would, I'd be willing to do it. You know, I'm sure there's other people that would be willing to do it. You know, for one, I'd finally get to watch the races. It would be great. (laughs) But, you know, I I think that, and that's one thing, honestly, about this horrible muddy race we had at Aonia. One of the most positive things for me personally that came out of it, since we didn't race Saturday, I got to watch a WMX. I got to watch Pro-Am, I got to watch Pro, and I mean track side. actually watch it as it occurred, not sit in staging and try and peek at a corner or two to see what was going on. So it, that was nice. That was really nice being able to watch the races.
0: So we've had some really great ideas pop out here, and I, I think that as a collective group, the ATV industry in a whole – needs to get together to make this happen because you're not the only racing series that has this issue. Just about everywhere you go, promotion is weak, and there's no way to get the riders the recognition they deserve during the racing event. So, uh, granted, m- one of my dreams is to roll in there with a rig and a crew and have drunk and, and, and I would, I would be able love to be able to do that. It, everything takes money and time. Right. Yeah.
2: Unfortunately, that's the, the enemy.
0: Always, always. Um, Yeah,
2: I think you said it best, like, uh, a little over a year ago, I think, when you had Michelle on the show, you know, rest her soul, you told her then that it was, you know, up to us, basically, as riders and those who are already participating in the sport, you know, to get the ball rolling on bringing attention to the sport, bringing attention specifically to WMX and, you know... Lately, even with just a few people, you know, coming up with some really great ideas, before you know it, there's already a drive behind WMX compared to two years ago. So, I mean, just think of what we could do in another year or two.
0: Well, I just seen a feed from Bryce Ford, and it says, no pros care. Oh, that's a
2: shame.
1: (laughs) I mean, their home race better. I was wondering what he meant by that. And that's a shame if that's the case. Why wouldn't they want it to grow? I mean, financially, I've, it's going to benefit them. Yeah, I, I, I've i had a few of them joke and say they were going to get wigs to put on to come out for the women's hole shot because they were, you know, starting to get some good numbers as far as the, the money amounts go. So I, I don't understand why they wouldn't want to grow their end as well. And not just one or two of them, but all of them to be beneficial and have payouts and, you know, I obviously for the sport in its entirety to grow, but it, at least the premier classes, I, I'd love to see it grow and have payouts, you know, down to, to five or 10 spots that are good money. And I don't understand why we can't get there.
0: It's it's promotion. I guarantee if the gate started feeding more fans, more spectators, because you go to the local radio station and you start promoting it, maybe the local news, you know, and, and get a couple spots, the locals will come out and watch the races just like they do for the motorcycles. And that's your sport grows because if they're getting that gate money, they're going to, they're going to put it somewhere. Most of it's going to go in the pocket, but they're going to get.
2: I definitely agree. Like a, a track that puts, I think Bryce is saying, you know, a track that puts effort in to the event. I do think that makes a big difference. You know, like you're saying, it gets more locals to the track. You know, it doesn't even have to be people who are necessarily highly interested with the sport itself, but they, you know, local people love to go to events just to go to an event on the weekend to have something new to do. You know, whether they're with friends, family, whether they're interested in the sport or not. So if you have a track that's putting on a show, not just the races, but makes it an entire weekend event, I think that would do a lot for the sport.
1: I do, too. Yeah. I, I agree. You, you feel like- this Kemp, Texas, a few years back, 88 lived to ride and that whole big thing. I think that's what Bryce was talking about possibly was it was awesome because they gave whole shot awards and they gave uh, money back. I think top five spots got uh gift or, or pre pre-charged visa cards. I mean, that was phenomenal. That race was amazing. I, it was, it was nice going home because we actually had money to pay for gas. So you know, I wish that every race was like that, you know, every event. And like Holly's saying, a a not a full on production, but it would be nice to have a, quite a few things to do so that the kids are happy. You know, the parents are happy. There's things that they can watch and see and, and maybe some more vendors and, and everything so that it's a more well-rounded family event. Maybe that would pull them in. You know, I, I don't know.
0: I agree. I agree. I think that would, um, I want to shift gears just for one second. Andrea, you have some promotion that's going on with the kids at the, at the track. Can you talk about that briefly?
3: Yes. So, um, about a month before the season started, we, uh, the WMX class came together and we started a WMX youth program where we selected nine young riders, um, nine riders for each track, um, for one WMX or two WMX riders to help out that younger, um, that young rider, just uh, either at the gate, they do a track walk on Friday, um, and they get to meet most of the WMX riders sometime during that weekend. Um, and during that process, though, I asked for some help from just I guess, just from um, my supporters, uh, like FTR, Deja Vu Race, Racing, and uh, Off-Road Vixens. And they also donated some of their material and jerseys, um, gift cards, gift receipts and whatnot. They um, they were on board right away, and they're giving things to these nine riders. Um, and just to help promote the sport, too, and their products and help, I guess, just help us out.
0: Exactly. That's 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 grassroots promotion of the sport right there. And that's only going to help it grow because you keep those young people enthused. You get them into watching the professional ladies race and and that's going to grow the the WMX as well because you're going to get more and more input from the younger girls. So you you have to keep that rolling. Um, Did you receive a package, Andrea? yet
3: uh not yet not from you guys Uh, it'll be there but it sounds like it'll be there soon
0: yeah it's going to be there soon
3: sweet so so um, uh thank you though we appreciate it
0: oh dude you got to take care of the kids you got to take care of the kids not that you ladies don't deserve to be taken care of either but (laughs) but when it comes to kids it's a you know i mean when you have six grandkids kids are a soft spot in your heart you know Mm -hmm. so I I like everything that I'm hearing so far. What we need to do is we need to keep these collective conversations rolling and get more and more people involved. Um, You know, what we need to do is get a sponsor involved in one of these conversations, uh, maybe get a promoter involved in one of these conversations so that we can maybe get a side of what they have to say and, and what they would like us to do.
2: Yeah. As far as like promoting for their business and getting them tied into the sport more, or what do you, what exactly, what, you know, what well, well, are you thinking? You
3: know, like, what, have a pro- like what promoter from the series or like a racetrack promoter? Like if you have a racetrack
0: that we're going to go to and we know who the promoter is and maybe he needs help. Maybe he can't spread flyers out of so that if somebody, anybody, gets there a day early they could go and spread flyers out or if somebody lives local they could go and help him out and spread flyers out um i i don't think that these promoters are not being able to do it i just think some of them just want the money they make from the gate and
1: that's all they want it. i don't know that there's any promotion other than from within our community honestly i mean I never hear anything on the radio, you know, you hardly see anything that's, that's sent out other than to the racers through like an AMA, uh, membership maybe, but yeah, for sure. I mean, and I think that probably comes back to like what Bryce was saying, unless the, the track owners themselves, uh, make a post or reach out, you know, about promoting or whatnot. I mean, even if they ask the community, I'm sure everybody would be willing to help. It's just, I, I, like you were saying, I don't think anybody has really, I don't, I don't think that there's been a whole lot of promotion that goes on. I mean, and if there is, I'm not seeing it. I I don't know about everybody else, but you know, it it seems like it's within the community and not outside. Right. Mm
0: -hmm. And I, to promote the the WMX i think that the the ladies need to get together and keep pushing hard to make sure that they get the things that they're supposed to get the tent the tables the coverings so that they have representation at that autograph session
1: oh for sure and i and i think it would help too if it went beyond that so that you know the local at least the local community knew about it you know that they could come and experience that because I don't know of anybody that's ever come to the race that hasn't enjoyed themselves, you know, it seems like they've always had a, a good time. And I know that there's a couple families and some people this year, we were trying to talk about things that we could do to help. Uh, you know, like I, I talked to Andrew, actually, I, um, at Aonia I, I, we were talking about, I was throwing ideas around about, making a theme, like a, a weekend theme for the race. I wanted to do one, and, you know, Michelle's honor. obviously, the, she liked tropical Hawaiian print stuff. I said, let's do one that's like a Hawaiian weekend, a luau style. And let's, maybe yeah. somebody suggested one that was like, let's do a, a superhero weekend for the kids that, you know, they can dress, everybody can dress up as a superhero or, you know, something like that. I mean, we're open to suggestions or ideas or, you know, anything that would help to bring, you know, people in and even the community closer. That 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 comes from, there again, the grassroots
0: of joining everybody together in email chains and getting everybody, everybody from every class to where they're talking amongst everyone and setting these things up and making these events happen and these promotions happen. Um, if the promoters aren't going to make flyers and pass them out, Maybe, maybe a couple of the families or a or a couple of the classes get together, and at each event, hey, your class, you you three classes have to make a flyer and promote it. You know, some right. of these are pretty large, so you're only talking about a small donation to get the flyers made. And uh, Brian, I don't you have links to a printer? Oh yeah,
1: absolutely. So absolutely. I'm I'm like wrangling you in here. You know that, right? Yeah, I know. Well, that was uh, the printer that we had access to was uh, bought and paid for from sponsors, because I know where you're going with that with the posters and stuff. And that was all Michelle's doing. I do know of that guy. It was costly, but we had sponsors that stepped up and helped so that that was paid for. And that's why those posters were free were, were because of the sponsors that she got together.
0: Mm-hmm. Ian at SSI might have a, an ability to do something as well. I know that he's not everybody's sponsor, but he does make a lot of graphics kits.
3: Yeah, yep.
1: Yeah. And I know Ernie's probably willing. I mean, it, it's going to take everybody, honestly. Like, and I, I want to give a shout out and just some recognition too to show an example is it, Aonia, the West family stepped up and said, "Hey, you know, if anybody has Easter eggs, would like to do an Easter egg hunt for the kids," and got that rolling. And I'm going to tell you what, uh, it it was amazing. The pros jumped on board, gave, you know, basically uh, jerseys and goggles and whatever gifts or giveaways they could. Uh, Plus, everybody packed eggs and and helped out with that. We probably had 1,500 eggs for the kids to find. And then, you know, certain eggs, they got awards. They got stuff from the pros. I mean, that just goes to show you that was within the community once again the ATV family joining together and look what happened. You know, it was, yeah, it was a, had an amazing
2: a, turnout, I heard.
1: Oh, it was it, mm-hmm. the Bunny showed up. <laughs> the track got, got the Easter Bunny. Like it it fell together so well, we couldn't have asked for anything better. But if if we could do something like that on on that scale or even bigger every weekend, I mean, I think it would help. It would start catching on. And, and, you know, I I don't want to pile anything on one certain family or anything because I know it's overwhelming with everything we've got going on on the weekend anyways, but there's opportunity there.
0: I just seen in the comments, communication can make it all happen. And I agree. I think the mail chain needs to start almost immediately, you know, yeah. you got Holly's mm-hmm. email, Holly, you got Brian's email. You both, you all have mine and then there's somebody else that we know and somebody else that we know and we could start the email chain. Hey, and, and you just keep including everybody so that everybody know what's, what's coming to the next race and we, everybody can support and, and be involved.
2: Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. It definitely takes, you know, everyone, like you said, it's for even a, uh, you know, small event or, you know, a plan to come into play just like we were talking about with the autograph sessions. I mean, there's so much involved and there's so much that each person brings to the table and it all has to line up, you know, for it to happen. So if everyone is willing to contribute, it it could definitely happen.
0: I agree. So let's bring this back to the ladies, Andrea, what's something Mm -hmm. that got you started in women's motocross?
3: um well i guess my family did uh because it was a family event we would go spend weekends just racing or at least riding up up north on trails there's something to do
0: and then how did you how did you find um motocross
3: well my dad my dad raced since he was 18 years old and uh since I was a baby, I was brought to all the tracks. And then when I was five years old, I got a three wheeler and uh, started racing hair scrambles with that thing. And um, I moved up to lt 80 when I was uh, probably around six or seven years old and raced at gravity park up in Wisconsin. And that was, that was our life on Friday nights during the summer, um, just racing (laughs) under the lights. And, um, you having fun and just meeting new people every weekend.
0: That's pretty awesome. Holly, how did, how did it start for you?
3: Uh,
2: I started later on, um, you know, like more towards the end of high school. I uh, ended up meeting a guy who got us to go out. It was a double date. You know, I was on the back of a uh, LTR 450 for the first time and, uh, you know, became addicted right away. I ended up getting that, Uh, Polaris Phoenix 200 like we had talked about before um that thing that poor thing got ragged out as uh we put some hours on it in the woods and then it was actually my neighbor um when I got my first quad we didn't have anywhere really to store it at my parents house uh the barn was full And he had quite a big uh, garage next door. And so we put it in there on a gentleman's agreement. He used to ride. Um, He had an RM125 dirt bike. And he said, oh, sure, you can store it in my garage. And, you know, that just means I can ride it whenever I want. I said, okay, (laughs) you know, that works for me. You're not going to want to ride this thing anyway. So (laughs) put it in the garage. And then before you know it, me and him, we were hitting all the trails Uh, Around the house and all the neighboring counties and then he actually took me to my first track It was Blue Diamond in Delaware. They're not even there anymore Um, And I actually got on that track on a Raptor 350 so from there, you know the passion grew and then uh, I got a 450 YFZ 450R and before you know it, I found myself at Breezewood Proving Grounds, one way or the other, and uh, started racing. You know, they had an Outlaw Series there. They still have an Outlaw Series. That's where I met Michelle. Uh, I met a lot of the girls that I still, you know, am in contact with today from, you know, Breezewood, from that first, you know, original race series that I did.
0: That's awesome. That's that's really great, ladies. Um everybody i want to thank you all so much for coming and taking your time on a friday night i know it's not normal um andrea i really have to thank you for helping spearhead this um and making it happen because ultimately i was trying to make it happen but you, but you pulled the the trigger and and got us going and i, I really appreciate that
3: yeah no problem sorry it took a little bit but we're here.
0: Well, we started talking about this what 3 weeks before it happened. Yeah. Well, you exactly. Who? Have...
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, that that I knew that was going to affect it, but uh, you know, it's okay. I mean, uh Friday at 6 when you said that it works for me, it works for you and then Holly came in and Brian came in and it was excellent. Brian, yeah. can you tell everybody how that they can reach out to you? So that they can help with the whole shot award, or get you any information that that they need to.
1: Um, basically on Facebook, you either go to my personal page, Brian Jenkins, or go to Wheels Up, uh, even Wheels Up Girls. Uh, any one of those pages, send me a, a message, and we'll go from there to to get you where you want to be as far as if you want to add to a whole shot, if you want to sponsor a whole shot, if you want to contribute to whatever, I, I, you know, I, am not going to limit it to, to anything, just as long as we can get something for the girls and something they need. And, uh, something to, to make them look more professional. you know, I know Jeremy got the tent and everything. I told Andrea, uh, I, and a few of the girls, I, I got one of the whole shot flags for them. We didn't use it at Georgia because I just couldn't get that thing all muddy and jacked up. <laughs> I just,
2: I couldn't,
1: I couldn't break it out. It's so bright and just, it's beautiful. And I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. So, uh, hopefully we had good weather and it'll be on at high point. Um, You know, so, uh, but yeah, just private message me, uh, get a hold. There's multiple ways you get a hold of me. My phone number's on there, whatever you want to do, just so we can get something going for the ladies, uh, you know, we'll do it. Polly, how can your fans find you?
2: Um, my most active, uh, platform is probably on Instagram, which, um, I'm sure is, listed on right now as we're on Instagram Live. Um, It's carol underscore 595. I also have a Facebook, but most of the race profile is found on Instagram. So, you know, contact through there. I think my email is listed through Instagram. So whether it's a direct message through Instagram or a contact through email, everything should be listed on that profile. Andrea, how how can your fans find you?
3: Um, they can find me on Instagram or on Facebook. Uh, I think my name is Joe. Racer or Dos or Seven Five, um, and just <laughs> sorry, I can't remember. It's
1: isn't it uh, Joe Racer?
3: Is it Joe Racer? Okay, either way,
1: Joe Racer or Joe Racer or something
3: like that. Uh, yeah, Joe Racer. What was that? That's too funny. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I would say, I, th- I guess I should put my email down somewhere. So maybe I'll put that in, one, in a bio or something.
0: Well, that, that'd be great. Cause your fans always need to get a hold of you and if sponsors that want to reach out. We, we, we got to keep going. Um, I think that we've had a lot of interaction with our, with our fans from around the, the country, maybe even around the world. Um, they're, uh, the, the, the message boards or the comments down there have been rolling pretty strong, and uh, I'm happy to see that. Um, a lot of support for you ladies. Um, yeah, I haven't that, been
2: able to keep up with them. I've been, like, trying to read them throughout. and just... <laughs> it,
0: it, Great. I, I recognize a few of them, and, and some of them I don't, and, the, and that's pretty awesome. So anybody that's listening, thank you so much for joining us and supporting the ATV industry and the ladies. Um, they need everything that we can give them and more. And um, I hope that we can do something else to help promote later on. Uh, you know, Andrea knows that I'm always willing and trying. Um, my resources are limited to a point, unfortunately. You know, just like everybody. So we're
1: racers. We know where you're coming from. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I, I yeah. Our probably in the trail, so yeah. Um, any final thoughts, ladies?
2: Just like this one last comment I just saw from Michelle, you know, people who are new to the sport and they're looking to get into the sport, I have come to find, I mean, a lot of people have approached me even uh, with local racing districts. Uh, I'm lucky to be a part of a phenomenal local series, District 6 Ultimate Quad Series, and everything that Michelle does for that series. Um, It really helps reach out to the community and I've found that a lot of people just don't even know how to get into the sport. You know, uh and again that that deals a lot with promotion like you were saying. Um, you know, reaching out, letting people know when there is an event, how, you know, how and when to get there and how to get in and how to get started, how to get registered, what all needs to happen in order to be a part of the sport. And unfortunately, I think a lot of people just Unless you know someone who knows someone, you're kind of left, you know, empty handed in that aspect. You know, there's no local, when it comes to youth sports, if you think about it through school or your normal recreational sports, you know, if you want to sign your kid up for a softball team or to play a soccer league you can usually just kind of see what's going on in your area by a simple Google search, you know, and signing them up. But for ATV motocross, I mean, that's just simply not the case, you know? And I think if we did a better job at promoting and reaching out to people who are trying to enter into the sport, obviously the more people we get, the numbers grow. So, you know, I
3: think a lot of people need to focus on helping those get in as well. I really, yeah. I also, Go ahead, I want to put this, yeah, I just want to put this out there. I want to say uh, a uh, Media House is doing a really good job too by putting amateur videos out there from the series. So um, hopefully that if that ever populates in YouTube or anything or someone starts looking for um, just videos on ATV racing, I hope those pop up as well saying, hey, these kids are also racing too. And hopefully they can find the series or navigate through there.
0: I think that if we if we can use platforms like like uh, like mine or, or like your Instagrams, ladies, where we start promoting schedules on the uh, as often as we can or upcoming events. Where if you can grab a flyer for a local series and put it up, or if there's one of your friends in another state that has a uh, a race coming up? You can put their flyer up, and you know Facebook, Instagram, uh, any of the TikTok, any of this uh, social media sites that you can you can. And and like I said, to anybody out there that's listening, if you have a flyer to a race or something that you need to promote, it's going to help our sport. Hit ATV up, a- ATV talk up, and we will help promote it. We will we will post it. We will get it out there. And uh, Brian, mm-hmm. thank they- Thanks for coming on, sir, and everything that you do.
1: No problem. I, I definitely appreciate you having us. I uh, appreciate you all having me because, obviously, I'm not a woman rider. But uh, it's very near and dear to heart, obviously, because of Michelle and, you know, us doing it so many years. And, and I know this would mean the world to her. So uh, I, I just I appreciate it all. I appreciate everybody that has stepped forward to help and, you know, help me make that dream come to fruition that it's happening. And uh, just like Aonia, I I just got a message earlier uh, going to high point. Holly, you're going to have to find a way to get on that quad. The whole shots are worth some money, girl. They keep going up. So I think high points going to be at least 200 and 200 again. Plus I hear, I hear, I can't steal the surprise away from where it's coming from, but uh, I hear there's, a lot that's going to be announced with that for the women so you're going to want to stay tuned and, and keep your 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 media <laughs> uh platforms open because there's going to be something that pops up about that i'm guessing real soon but it's going to be awesome. great we just need that i'll happen. be
2: there i don't know if i'll be riding. probably not riding, but i'll be there <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, I do I do have one request for High Point. I wonder if one of the guy pro riders would be willing to uh be the 32nd man.
1: <laughs> Ooh. Uh Yeah. We, we can ask them. I mean it is it I guess it would probably depend upon when the race fell. Yeah, but with them, I, I'm sure we could get somebody to do it. I mean why not i i mean i i got asked to do the the moto one and moto two boards and i had a blast i loved it it was a great time and i had to make the girls relax and smile for a second on you know those last tense moments so uh i had to tell andrea to calm down and concentrate on the first turn though she was hooting and hollering
3: <laughs> and a- you distracted me a little too much <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think that mud Yeah, hold. I think
2: there is a, a video hanging around somewhere of that brine. It's been documented now, so it's saved. It'll come <laughs> out at a later date and time.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's going to haunt you.
1: <laughs> Can we Hey, it, it was just for you girls. It was a good time, and it, it was to put a smile on your face. So that was it. You all know that Michelle would have done something goofy and not had a problem with it. So I, I just wanted to. You know, to 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 honor that.
0: that mm-hmm. thank you very much, Brian. Holly, get well soon. Andrea, get back on the horse. Let's go. Quit playing in the mud.
3: Mm-hmm. I I get to play in the mud again this weekend since it just rained like two inches. So. Oh. Yeah. It's that or either travel eight hours to a dry track.
0: Uh, ride a four wheel drive quad. It's easier.
3: <laughs> yeah
1: hovercraft
0: <laughs> all right everybody you guys have a great night thank you so much for being on and everybody that joined us we love you all god bless have a great amazing weekend and remember atv talk bench prep conversations we'll be having another one soon
2: thanks good good night. Night. Good.
0: all right talk thank,
2: you. thank you
0: the team here at atv talk would love your feedback please email us at hello at atv